0: We're back for a big trade period special now that all is done
1: and all is dusted. How are you, Meal, mate? Mick, I'm good, Trent. Yeah, look, like, nice little breather and just watching the mayhem that is the last 24 48 hours of trade uh, around. It's not of like it was at the, the start of like, when people used to get deals done as soon as they could. Uh, lots of a uh, lot of chess playing going on. It was good fun. Doing yeah. well, mate. How are you doing? I'm
0: good. We, we said we would record an episode at the end, end of the first week if it was really interesting, but it was really not interesting. It was all the obvious stuff that we thought would happen. And, you know, 10 minutes before the end of the trade period, I was like, wow, this is going to be a pretty boring episode. We might get it done in 20 minutes. There's no trades that have been done. I mean, there's a lot to talk about how awkward it is now with Jeremy Cameron having to go through the draft and all sorts of, like it was five minutes beforehand. And in fact, technically at about at our time, so Australian Eastern Standard Time, um, at 7.30, basically none of the trades were technic- like done in terms of what the media were covering, because I had Foxtel and I had the AFL thing going and I'm like, you know, trying to follow it all yeah. and I was like, what is happening? Like, it's past 7.30, but so they'd explained that because this year on Zoom and emails and the way they were lodging it all, it was just taking a long time for people to sort through all the information, so it wasn't really until like 7.40, I was like, wow, we've actually got an episode, so quite a bit's happened, um, in that time so this will basically i would imagine this is going to be our last episode for the year uh we will do the season previews but we'll probably start them in like you know february or march take a bit of a break um before yeah we get starting for season 21 which i, I they haven't announced an official date but it sounds like they're going to start about normalish time so mid to late march um is the aim
1: has the AFL even come out and told nah. the clubs how many players are allowed to have in their list no. and how much they're allowed to pay? Them yet that's no. hilarious. Well, that, that's just, uh, just unbelievable. It's just a joke. Like we still like we're we, going into yeah going into a draft and they don't know how many people are allowed to have in the list. They draft a kid and they go, sorry mate, can't have you anymore. <laughs> Haven't got enough room on our list. Go buy a VFL.
0: Here's X amount of money. We're taking it back. Get stuffed. That (laughs) that extra year we talked about, it was a joke.
1: It's to the point... You're playing for free. You're you're (laughs) the new bootstrapper, mate.
0: You know how we said 600? We meant 400. But the thing about it is, this is how stupid it is. And obviously, it's so embarrassing. And we spoke about that in the last episode we did. Mm. Um, There's talk now of another trade period because the trade period was done without, I don't know if you've seen this yet, without knowledge of the TPP (laughs) or of of the list sizes. So now there's talk that there'll be a mini trade period once they finally finalise the list sizes and and the caps. Another one. That's freaking awesome. That's mad. They just see they do. They want AFL 12
1: months
0: of the year. Couldn't we have just got it done in the first place and then done the trade period after that? Like, can't we just get these negotiations done? AFL
1: are trying to find... Anything to keep the limelight on them. Money through the door.
0: Well, it sounds like it's the yeah, Players it. Association. That's, that seems to be the right. Well, yeah. that's,
1: that's the narrative
0: coming out. Of course, it is the narrative coming of out of AFL House. But it's not us. No. It's Patty Dangerfield. He's his goons. Well, the talk is that, that they, they don't really want much of a reduction because reduction, it's looking like next year there'll be crowds in, in all states and they'll be flying fly out of all states because we basically, you know, today we only had... I think six or eight cases nationally, and they were all return travelers. So I'm pretty confident. Well, there might have been one or two, but it's basically nothing, right? So Mm. if we continue at that pace, there's absolutely no reason to not have at least 25 to 50% of crowds, which isn't great, but at least initially, and then maybe we aim towards the second half of the year getting a bit more, but anyway the point is that they, they don't really want a reduction so I mean, take of that what you will they're gonna have to get they gonna have to have some kind of reduction maybe they only want like five percent or ten percent or something I imagine yeah. who knows we'll find out but if, if there's a second trade period that's so ridiculous and, and sad bonkers. um anyway so that, that's that's been floated as well which is absolutely ridiculous but um yeah you're right I mean it, we're in we're in, a, in an impossible mm-hmm. position now where there's all these there's all this stuff floating around it's like you know you haven't even considered it's like well People like Heath Shaw, as an example, like a mature age player that wants to play on, even talk about like Frawley and these kind of people that there's been rumour about going to a, a, a club. They can't even yeah. like consider that kind of stuff at the moment now because we haven't even, we still don't even have the, the basics of a list or cap. So that kind of like cherry on top type of player, yeah. you know, that steps in a mature age player to educate, that steps in, we, we don't even like... How can we even consider that at this point? Like, I feel bad for those guys because we, we haven't even like finalized the spine of the list. Like, it's just, mm. and it made me think. And we'll get into this obviously with Collingwood, but it makes me think. I wonder whether there's a rumor going around. Or, like, did they like they obviously were way over the cap? But I wonder whether the cap's going to go down quite a bit, and it's going to reduce things pretty significantly. So they just had to purge really quickly. I don't know. It just seems. Very, but nothing's leaked out, so who knows? But um, anyway, we're we're going to get into all the clubs. We'll run through all 18. Obviously, some clubs will take two minutes, but we're going to run through all the clubs, give our thoughts on on all the trades and their positioning, you know, I guess, in post the trade period, not in a season review sense. Um, We will do that. We did find in the past where we've done the reviews and then the previews. We're just repeating the same things too much, so we will do the previews, but we'll, we'll take, you know, a couple of months off and then we'll... We'll start again in, in, in kind of later February when we get a four or five week lead up to whenever we finally get the um, season start um, and then can go through all the clubs. But massive thanks to our sponsors at Hops to Home. Hops to Home is a craft beer delivery service. Please check them out at hopstohome.com.au. Great sponsors of ours. there uh, on board for 2021, which is great. So things are gonna continue into next year. Um, I just got a pack the other day. So much, beer, like I think every beer I'd never seen before. Like It's just amazing selection of craft beer. Um, great present for Christmas too. I've already got two cases ready to go, um, for Christmas presents. So definitely a great way to, um, yeah, give somebody a bit of a different gift. Absolutely. Hopstone.com.au, I deep dive, use that as a promo code to get $25 off your first pack. So great craft beer at a very good deal. Um, Adelaide Crows. So really nothing with Adelaide Crows. There's a lot of talk that like they might, you know, trade techs and they might, you know, do X and Y, but they don't seem to have really done much. I mean, obviously Brad Crouch left, which we knew he was going to leave. No surprise. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, Rory Atkins, It was more the out, like Roy Atkins, especially as the season was coming to the end, was more more than likely going to look um, for yeah. look for a, look for a um, clubhouse where and get out. And I guess he's gone up to the Suns to bolster bolster their their depth, which is pretty interesting. And obviously, they'll get. Jackson Haightley from yeah. GWS in the, in the season draft, but not a lot.
0: They'll pick him up, yeah. Really. So, But not much to talk about. I mean, the only surprising thing, I guess, is that Brad Crouch went to St Kilda instead of Geelong, which he was pretty touted to go to Geelong. I think once the Cameron thing became alive, it was like, well, they're probably not going to be able to fit Crouch in there too. They, Geelong got the Higgins deal done as well, so it was like, mm, they, I, they yeah. can't fit all this in there. Uh, but, yeah, good suitor in St Kilda. I think it's a good idea. They've got a probably good midfield now. He seemed pretty disinterested, um, Brad Crouch, in the last year or two. But I think that's just because you know Adelaide, are obviously, way down the bottom. I'm a little surprised there wasn't a few more movements. This is the thing with with the the, t- the lack of knowledge on the TPP or the all um, the list sizes. I do wonder whether there's a few clubs that are a little bit gunshot, because they're just like we just have no idea what's going to happen. Like,
1: no, what's going I mean, on? What, yeah. what are
0: we supposed to do? But, so, yeah, be,
1: yeah. yeah, better better the devil you know than too, too big of a punt when. The comp- this draft's compromised next year. There's a freaking boatload of talent apparently coming through yeah. from under 18s So yeah, that draft have another real lean real, year isn't. this year and, and then load up next year. Yeah, so that but
0: not. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't try and offload. I mean, this is the thing. It's just so strange this year. But somebody like Italia, maybe, or you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of decent clubs that could probably use another tall defender. And obviously, Keith went last year. I don't know. There's a few. Clubs are, I'm a little surprised, you know, they didn't come hunting for a couple of these middle-aged players. Um, yeah. Anyway, like, like, I know obviously Crouch went, but some of those guys that are in that age bracket, I'm a little surprised that something else didn't happen, but I don't know, I, I, Adelaide seemed a bit dysfunctional, so. So, it's, like I say, it says a lot about what's happening in Adelaide, I guess, more than anything else. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they would have found a suitor for Tex. I think that whole notion of him going to Port Adelaide was ridiculous. That was never going to happen. I don't think they were going to... That kind of player, I get that that was going to be very difficult to pass him on. But I'm surprised, like... I don't know. It's very. It's interesting. Maybe some of it wasn't public. I'm surprised that, like, some of that didn't... Maybe they just weren't happy with what they were being offered. Who knows? I think they need. They absolutely yeah. need to rebuild um, quickly. Because if they're going to rebuild like this, it's going to take quite a while. Um, yeah, great. So, and then Brisbane... So obviously they got Joe Danaher, not a surprise. It happened relatively early. Um, yeah, we could see this coming. Really, nothing in this. I mean, we've we've given our thoughts on now. We think he'll go. It's just such an unknown. If he plays the way he played when he was all Australian, then that absolutely lifts them. He, I thought he had his mo- had a couple of moments this season, but I thought he was pretty average this year. Obviously, he didn't get on the park that much, but when he was on the park, he was very very sketchy. Um, pretty disinterested at times as well. I, I Obviously, I, he, was, he knew he was going to move. We all knew that. But it remains to be seen whether he adds that much to it. I don't know. He might actually detract. That's the
1: thing I don't think people have thought about too. I, I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure. I think Brisbane, Brisbane have uh, played a pretty straight bat on this one. They've got brought in two players that are, if they get to their potential, Cocker um, 2 being the other one, then they absolutely add – yeah, start, start, started power to so very, a very, very good team already but if they don't they didn't give up much I mean no. Danaher's on way less money than um, he would have probably got if he stayed at Essen or if he went and moved to Sydney um, mm. and, and Cog2 obviously hasn't been able to get on the park so pff, some state knives or something they got, they swapped is that right? basically, I mean, I, I yeah yeah free air B when when <laughs> Brisbane comes down to Geelong to play. Well, I mean, Danaher he kicked sixty five
0: goals in twenty seventeen. O- obviously, he was mm-hmm. very good in that season. But which Danaher are they going to get? Are they going to get the Danaher that kicks that much? Are they going to kick the one get the one? Sorry, that just sits on the fence laughing. Are they going to yeah. get the one that's kind of halfway between? I, I don't know. I, I'm not. It? Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, are they going to end up with three tall forwards that none of them can like kick two goals twelve every week, and then one week they come come together and kick twelve goals one?
0: I know there was all this talk that he got really thrown around by that incident where there was like photos of him ta- of him in the pub having a beer, and then like the club had a word to him and stuff. I mean, really, like he lives in Dalesford, like, and the luxury with Essendon is. You, can, you could live on that side of town and then drive into Telemarine from that way. Like, it's not like he lives in Paran. Like, I just don't understand how bad can it have been for him here? Like, I, I'm sorry. I, don't, I know I'm not living that life, but I, I don't know. Like, is it, the can't have been that horrible here. And I don't know, maybe he wanted to make a name for himself somewhere else away from the name a bit with Essendon. I, I don't know. It just seems, seems strange. But anyway, I see how they go. But... Like yeah, I don't. I, I would hope for Brisbane that it doesn't affect the the growth. The rest of, of the club. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but particularly obviously offensively, I hope that doesn't impact um, Hipwood and you know all these all these guys that are there. But you know, obviously the, the easy joke is that they'll kick you know they'll kick twelve goals, forty two points, and the, jo- the irony is they'll win most games even with that ridiculous scoreline. But um, but yeah, the the point is that I it, I'm I, I'm not like blown away by this deal. Um, the Swans didn't seem to really want to give away much in the end anyway. So they'd obviously gone cold on him. They didn't want to give that much in the first time. I think, I think they made the right decision. Um, I don't see him coming and turning around to being one of the greatest forwards known to man. I think he's going to be serviceable. I think he'll be good. But I, I don't think he's ever going to turn around and be this incredible forward. Um, and then, I, I don't know, Sydney must no, have some kind of other plan. But I'm glad they didn't give you know, the kitchen sink both years that there was some kind of conversation. So, yeah, I don't know. He seemed to want, he really wants to get out of, away from Melbourne. So be he's even further now. So it would be interesting to see how he goes in Brisbane. But you mentioned the Kai Cockatoo before. Um, so, again, like Danaher, backing in um, the medical team at Brisbane, who've been able to get um, McCarthy and these kind of guys up and about and playing and avoiding injury. So, yeah, I, I, it's, I, I totally understand what they're doing. That might have been, maybe that's why Danaher wanted to get there even more with the the notoriety of this medical department seems to be um, you know, they seem to be pretty impressive. So I don't know. Uh, maybe they may as well the, give got, it a go.
1: Got the magic got the magic juju up there.
0: It's weird because it's not like Geelong with Nakaya. It's not like they've got a bad record with injuries. It's not like, you know, everyone's blowing hammies
1: every week. Like they're pretty, pretty good. I, I think and that's why they've been so successful. Yeah, they just because made they the, can continue to keep their players on the on the field or
0: something. And, and they and particularly through um, a COVID season where, you know, obviously it's very rare. We we probably won't get that again. But in a season where we weren't doing training properly, where they had a bunch of older players, where uh, a lot of the conditioning would have been different, they weren't training in groups, and then yet they weren't pulling major injuries. Like, you know, they got Harry Taylor, who played a pretty good season, really. I know he retired in the end, but old bodies like that who played a good year um, and made it through the year. But um, the the word about Nakia is he's too quick for his own good. So I don't know. I wonder whether it maybe is. I think we might have spoken about this before, but whether it's a Ciro Rioli type of scenario, whether he needs to learn yeah. a different style of running, or, his, yeah. His style, I don't. I don't, right? I don't know. There's, there's a bit of. There's all that's always been the rumor about him out of Geelong is that that's why he keeps blowing his body is that he's just you know too fast for his own good. But anyway, it'd be interesting to see if they can get him right. Yeah, hundred percent worth. May as well give it a go. But um, those yep. two guys obviously were there, and then Carlton were pretty active. So Carlton, obviously Zach Williams um on a ridiculous deal so let, let's get into that initially so in in like the flip side of this which we were joking about before you know we said we we're going to pay 600 we're going to pay 400 but this guy is on like 800 dollars or more for years like years and years and years this guy good player no no like not great player he's you know good player are they crazy like a, a, how can they afford this with the cap, they're going to if end up any, like Collingwood. Yeah.
1: But if there's any kids listen, just get them to block their ears. Biggest fuck decision I've seen in a long time. This is going to be up there with the Buddy deal. Buddies was way too long. The money Buddy was worth, but not TV the years. Yeah. So the years, nine years. This, is a joke. What is yeah. this? Six. This is six years. Is five six or, five years? or six. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. Even five. Even five years. I late. think it's fine. We've just seen tr- we've just seen Trou- get pushed out because paying overs and, and cap. Insane. He is a, a small halfback flanker. on, and He's going to be in the top 10 highest paid players in the AFL potentially. Insane. But that's Carlton Foyer.
0: Why? Another thing too is why do they want to... We'll get into Sard in a minute, but why do they want to... Just to bring him into it for a second. Why do they want two of the mm. same players? Why do they want... Williams and and Sard. I know they've just lost Simpson, but do they really need two of those? I mean, I know Sard. The rumor is that Sard wants to play more midfield, midfield which he used to, yeah, but that, so, that was ages ago. Like he did at the Gold Coast a little bit, and apparently he's a junior more. But can, is that going to work now? Like, I can't see.
1: I, t- I just can't see. I can't. I'll can see. I can see him getting smashed in the midfield. That's exactly my. He's not that big. No, it seems like I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I thought this was crazy. I thought. The same when this happening going after two guys that are exactly the same players. Well, it seems like, like they're uh, going to do deal, uh, identical.
0: Yeah, it seems like they're going to do both. Both of them want more midfield time, so I think they're both going to mm. they're going to flip them between which that could work. I, okay, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm anyway. So Zach Williams is on an re- absolutely ridiculous deal, which seems crazy given that this this seems crazy given we don't know the TPP. And the lift sizes, like, but minimum the TBB. This seems absolutely bonkers. You would put somebody on that kind of money. But, look, you know, good player. He was heavily linked to Carlton. This was not a surprise. Um, he no. obviously wanted out of GWS. He wasn't getting enough games and, and wasn't getting enough time. And I get that. It's fine. But, look, I, I don't know. I, I think it's, like, you know, yes, sometimes you've got to pay a little bit of overs to get somebody out out from their, their home and whatever. But he wanted out anyway. Like, that's his manager's done very, very well. Um, the only, oh, yeah. the only manager that's done better is Stevenson on five years for even, I know he's gone to North, but for that kind of money, that, that, that's, that's the craziest you i have ever seen. Like he's, he's been okay, but are you serious? Like on that kind of money for five years, I know North have got to spend it somewhere, but that's ridiculous. Anyway, so Williams, Saad obviously got to Carlton as well. What do you think about the Saad move? Like that, that, I mean, it seemed, it seemed like it might not have got done there. It was taking a long time.
1: Yeah, and it would, it would have been a disaster for mm. Essendon because it, it wouldn't have been... He would, it would have retired for a year, um, yeah. I think. He There was no way. Bad things were have said from both parties. Um, and he wasn't really interested. This is what it made it hard, is he didn't want to really go anywhere else but come as well. Yeah. It, it didn't seem like he was very open no, to he wasn't. to the Melbourne clubs, which I just thought, well... If you can't get the deal done, they surely be open to go into St Kilda or Hawthorne or Geelong or whoever else. But they, who knows? They might not be interested in in having started as well. But, look, um, obviously the deal got done um, and they gave up, what, pick eight to get Williams and inside effectively and then get Foggity in. It, it's been – I mean, if it works, Carlton have played a very good hand in this – um, trade period I yes. don't see how it works yet there's no doubt they've, they've played
0: a good hand I, I think I don't know I, they've massively overpaid look I think Sand's on a massive deal as well it all look it, it's hard to comment because it all depends on where the cap's at which we still don't know so if the cap mm. remains relatively look if there was no COVID I'd be saying gee that's a little bit over, overpaying but I don't know may, maybe it could work maybe they'll be better than we thought but that's a lot of money, so I I, I don't know. And, yeah,
1: and really having all that pace and attack off half the half forward line. Well, is Kerno Curnow, Curno's in up in the air now with continuous injuries. So are yeah. they going to have the forward line to take advantage of having these two jets coming off half back too? That's my other concern. So like looking more aside, they're very good players. Don't get me wrong. Any club would like to have one or both of them in their list. Um, Let's—I'll just put that to, to rest. I'm not saying that I think neither are worthy of their contract time or, or, or whatever they get paid. They're very good players, but let's see how they fit Carlton the next season. Well,
0: Sard obviously yeah. got wooed there, and you know he seemed—you know—that seemed to be very linked to Carlton. I was surprised there weren't other clubs having a crack. Maybe there were, which we didn't find out publicly. But yeah, I don't know. Mm. I, I'm not. I, I'm. Not convinced that laying out like 1.5, 1.6 million for these two guys is the right idea. But anyway, um, they need to what fix something because if they get, if they're going to keep being mediocre, Crips really will leave. So that's I, yeah. I think uh, I think the carrot to go back west. I don't know how West Coast could make room. They they probably would give it a crack given how good of a player he is. But Freya would offer the house to get him. Um, so yeah, they're gonna to have to try something. Um, Lockie uh, Fogarty as well. So could pick up. Yeah, I think good. That was a good pickup. I think they did that well. Um, yeah, I mean, look, they they, they went okay. i I mean I'm I look I'm cautiously optimistic about Carlton next season, but I'm I'm definitely not cautiously optimistic about the, their salary count. But anyway, well, that, that's a separate thing. But purely the players they've picked up, I think with given Simpson's gone out you know, Doherty needs help. Yeah, definitely the right kind of players to get. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not, you know, it'd be interesting to see how this plays yeah. out. Um, and then Collingwood, obviously, an absolute busted ass. So, well, we need to basically yeah, a separate yeah, podcast s- for this. Like, yeah. So the fire sale happens, yeah. which we knew. We knew was going to happen, there'd be some kind of fire sale. But do we think it was going to be this, this negative, this ugly, this awkward, and yeah. where, where Buckley it's says something.
1: one thing clearly is lying, or one of them's lying, it's just getting very weird now. Yeah, and it's only taken up until very recently, either this afternoon or late yesterday, yeah. to someone at Collingwood's going, yeah, we actually had to squeeze players out, because we were going to be blowing over the, the, the salary cap and stuff like that. They yeah. handled it poorly, oh, ter- um, terrible. and this is a, this is a clear sign now that like every other club that's gone through a messy phase, bye-bye president, bye-bye general manager, CEO, yeah. whoever, it's it's back a house now. It's, it's not the playing group. It's not Bucks. It, it's back of house. Eddie needs to go or, or whoever else is in that camp because they haven't got the success that they've been wanting and definitely haven't got the success based on the, the lists that they've had for the last decade. One flag... Um, since two, t- 2010, only two flags since 1990. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, yeah, and just the way it was so poorly handled. Like, especially, obviously the two biggest names, Trevor and Stevenson. Um, yeah, I don't know. Good, good moves. I mean, as you just mentioned before, Stevenson gets a shit ton of money to play at a club where he's going to be probably go-to midfield slash um, forward yeah. or small forward. So he's going to be he's going to be happy for a bit until he realise that losing isn't fun. Um, and Shaw's going to a team now that looks like they could be good, a serious Premier contenders in the Dogs. We'll, we'll get into that um, when we get to the Dogs. You've got Stevenson going
0: to North, you've got Tom Phillips going to Hawthorne, which is an incredible pickup, which we'll get into in a minute, obviously, and then they lose... You know other key pillars as well with Trelawney too. Like I let let's start with Collingwood. I mean, I agree with you. I think the optics of it were terrible. The silent treatment that they that they went with, just thinking just to be quiet and not say anything, was terrible. I thought Ned Guy, the list manager, performed really poorly in that Fox um, interview that they did with him. Interviewing. Yeah. I thought that was terrible. That was um, he looked really uncomfortable. Like he looked. Yeah, he was perspiring. Like I, I, think that it just didn't work at all. That was oh, a disaster. Lamb to the lamb
1: to the slaughter. He, like, yeah, it was like Collingwood's tire. I can say, mate, you're in charge. You, you, face the music.
0: Well, like how it, there, there needs to be some sort of. They just did a review, but I mean, there needs to be some kind of review into how that cap got that out of hand. Like that, that to get that out of hand is incredible. And the excuse of, oh well, we thought. You know, to would go, and we thought X and Y, like around that, is is stupid. You can't, you can't think. Yeah, mm, maybe not, I'll buy a not. car next year if I win the lottery. Like it, it just doesn't. You can't. You can't base decisions yeah. like that uh, on a, chance.
1: Yeah, go and buy. Go and get, yeah, buy a Bentley on credit, hoping that yeah, you you'll land a big a, job. A, a job or yeah, win Lotto. Yeah. It's, like, it's nuts. <laughs>
0: But the how, the how it got that millions of dollars over and the rumors were going on for ages that they were two and a half to three million dollars over the cat. We spoke about this over a year ago. So I mean I can't see it's, it seems incredible that they could get that far over and the excuse of that around Dagoy is a joke because if that's the case. if that's true, why were they not trying harder to facilitate the trade to North last year when they went after togoy? <laughs> why not have if that's if that's the case that you thought he was going to go anyway uh, they obviously wanted to keep everything and they just, but some of the deals are ridiculous that they've just, been signing
1: signing signing, signing sure surely a midfielder of any elk but someone as high standards as yeah. Toulore would take precedent over um Tugowie, who up and down obviously's got well, he's he's still got a legal battle still got a legal battle <laughs> over next his year. Like, yeah far out. it's just I mean, all said and done, though, that actually, I don't think it's going to hurt them as far as on field performance that much. Shaw's a big loss. I think they can cover Phillips and Stevenson. Stevenson barely played this year. He did. He played a quarter and then dropped away. So I think a lot of Collingwood supporters are getting a little bit ahead of themselves. The rest of the list is pretty strong. Yeah. But, like, yeah, they could have handled it way better than they did. It's horrible.
0: They handled it. It looks terrible. Absolutely yeah. terrible, and then the fans were really angry, which was totally fair enough. But they were treated with complete lack of transparency around how Fancy. this happened and, and no what respects. they need to do. Yeah, there
1: was none. Yeah, it because was these, these, the, the fans pay memberships and, and, and are there and loyal, and all, like they're probably just behind Richmond as far as loyal fans go as a, as a collective. And they yeah the the hierarchy Collingwood. Just through modern interface, he went. Nah, eh, we're just going to do this and not tell you the reasons for why. Be honest, saying, "Look, yeah, we're going to be squeezed for cup space. We have to get rid of some of these players." It'll yeah, go down.
0: To... Oh, it, it's it's going to go down as I think one of the more, I guess, awkward and and just like you know, red wedding type of moments for for a club. Like this is just yeah. In trade history, this is just crazy that this has happened like this. So. Anyway, so, but yeah, look, I think the optics of it were obviously horrible, um, but then let's go trade by trade. So Phillips was being under, I mean, Trelaw. anyway, let's start, it's hard not to tackle the whole thing, but like, we'll start with um, Phillips. So he was obviously on okay money, but you know, he's going to be on less at Hawthorne, a great pickup for the Hawks. But again, like by paying, he should have been on probably about 450, 500, but because they've been paying, they're paying for nine hundred. I don't know whether he needed nine hundred thousand dollars. Some of some of these deals, like the Grundy deals, crazy in itself, which we can get into. But so that, that and then obviously Stevenson. There's all this talk about. I don't think they've ever had a They've had a lot of issues with him internally within the club. Like that's been pretty publicized. Um, so that there's that, and then they find a suitor. They get North, who are just desperate for something, which is you know it's all pretty sad at North Melbourne.
1: And oh, they'll have half. they would take half a star, oh. which they don't need a star
0: player. They'll no, <laughs> but then obviously the the Trelaw thing is just is is going to go. It, it reminded me of Isaiah Thomas and the Celtics. Like it felt really that cold and that awkward oh. at the end. And he said the following day that what Buckley said is is not true. That he's never been. And if it is true, the players are all the players are basically lying to him because the core group have said that we want you. We want you to stay. We'd love you to be part of the club. Blah 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 blah. But then Buckley has also come out and said that you know I, I know that this is not what happened. Blah 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 blah. You know I I you know we got squeezed by the cap and all that kind of stuff. But then he's you know Stevenson's asserting that uh, not Stevenson sorry Trelaw's is asserting that the the Buckley rang. This is all so awkward and 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 like home and it sounds like home and away. Like he rang him and said oh, you know, there's there's core group of the players that don't want you here anymore. You need to look for another club. But then he's like... But then it just doesn't add up. And that was reported weeks ago in the press. So it's just all... It's very ugly and awkward and, and just very sad, really. Like, I feel for their fans and I think it's really piss poor as a minimum.
1: Yeah, I had a couple of mates. It's just like looking for a new club to support. Like, that's how much yeah. I pissed off about the whole scenario.
0: Why do you... It, it, like, it... So Dugowie, I mean, it sounds like they couldn't find a suitor, but he's got a court case next year. As you said, surely it makes more sense to, you know, keep Troll or someone you have to keep at that club. That's going to hurt. I know he's been injured
1: at times, but that that's going to hurt. I'm sorry, but-, but... But that's the thing, like, Penelbree's got... I mean, Pendlebury looks like he could play forever, but realistically, two more seasons and then he'll give it, give it a flick. Yeah. Who's the replacement? Like... Truall is he's he's all round midfielder. He, he's got a big enough body to get the hard ball. He's lightning fast mm. and can run all day and, and very good use of the ball most of the time. So yeah, yeah the only knock on is his kicking, but yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah. So oh, anyway, as I said, as you said, we we could spend a whole you could do a whole episode, episode. on it. I, I, we, we
0: keep moving, but I mean, I guess. It's been discussed at, at nauseam, but it, it is a very ugly, awkward situation as a minimum. So I, I think with Buckley out of contract, I, I don't think you'll get one before they start the season. I don't think they'll extend. So I think this is, it, it leads into a fascinating 2021 for Collingwood with the ugliest offseason I can think of in, in, in AFL history, really. And then now with with an uncontracted coach, it makes for a very ugly situation. Um, and then Essendon, it's so yeah, well, Essendon, so they got uh, two meter Peter, which great. I think, I think, great pickup, good pickup, yeah, I think, well, we, we spoke about him a bit. We thought it would be a good idea. Um, of the forwards that were available, it was pretty clear that Hogan was probably going to go to GWS, which we'll talk about. It was clear that, um, Cameron was probably going to go to Geelong, which means obviously he's not going there and there's a space mm. at the Giants. Um, Taylor Walker, I don't think, make any, made any sense. They shouldn't have done that. Um, no, Ben go for Brown him was not the only
1: one. Ben Brown was really the only other one, but how would how is the trade going to happen? Like, well, either, no one had a guess North Normals wanted and it wouldn't have made sense. Melbourne but, had a better
0: trade hand, though. That That's uh, yeah. for what they were offering. Um, I think Deodoro, what's his name, old mate? Um, I think they offered something, but I don't think it was as... as um, enticing as the Melbourne good. offer so yeah. I don't know I think they got to give Ryder right a go um, that'll be really interesting obviously with they, they need to they need to do something he's 24
1: you forget our young years he, he hasn't been around yeah. that long and, and two years I think it was two years ago yeah. he kicked like 40 goals or something for he, the season like yeah he, he can't kick goals so he's just got to give the opportunities
0: as soon as, as the Suns got King he was never going to get much of an opportunity so no he needed to look elsewhere. This is why a midseason season trade would work. He could have come back, come into in mid-year and, and given it a crack. So I can't see any yeah. argument to see why that wouldn't make any sense. He wasn't getting a game. Um, Jai Caldwell as well um, to Essendon, which um, good player. I've not seen enough of him. Though he's only played the nine games. I don't, I've don't. i seen him play a couple of times, but I've not seen enough of him play. But, you know, dynamic, interesting player, but I, I don't know. I don't know whether there's
1: not much I can really say about him so much. Me either. They just brought in another midfielder. They've got freaking stack off. I think the they. No, no, no disrespect. He's a very good player, but he, he's about the same size mm. and does the same type of things as Merritt, McGrath, Heffel. Like they. I don't see how this boosts a midfield that have got all these guys that are about 180, 184 centimeters tall, can run all day when they need. They're
0: still too they small. Well, I, yeah. I agree, but they can't get one. That, that's the biggest problem is they went for... I'm mm-hmm. sure they went for Wines again. He's just not coming. Port now look pretty good. I think he wants to give it a crack at Port still mm. and see whether he can win a flag there. I, 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 they just don't seem to be able to get that big body midfield. I think they've, they've tried a few times, but they just don't seem to be able to get them. I agree. It's still their number one priority and they'll be too small there again um, in 2021. But I don't know. I, 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 it's going to be... Yeah, it's, it's a problem. It's a massive problem. They've been trying, and it's just not working. There's not actually that many on the market. That's part of the issue. Everybody wants to keep theirs. You lock
1: them down, yeah. and you can get them. Um, so apparently, 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 there's a few uh, free agents next year, though, in that mould. But we'll worry about that next year. Anyway, no, um, yeah. He look. He's he's meant to be obviously very highly touted. What he he went pick seven or eight a yeah. couple of years ago in the draft. So yeah, I'm sure he'll be, be decent. Right. And, and then Nick Hind. Oh, my Hines, yeah, so not much to say about
0: Hines, but, yeah, look, add, adds a bit of depth. Um, another halfback, I mean, obviously, with, you
1: know, their their halfback getting a bit older, it's probably not the worst idea. Yeah, we start leaving obviously, he'll probably just go straight into that role. Yeah. You know, obviously, in a different way, so.
0: Frio, obviously, didn't really bring anything in, which is a, is
1: a shame. I mean, they're a club that
0: I really liked the look of. They kept everybody, but they're a club that, you know, I really like the look of. I think they're really growing. They're in a really interesting situation. They've got a good group of young kids. They've got one of the best players of his generation in five. And, you know, they're still five, six pieces short of the puzzle. And I think it was good they were able to trade Hogan. It was clearly not working. It wasn't going to work. What a disaster that was um, to trade heavily to get him. They got him. It was an absolute busted ass. Now he goes to the Giants, which is a desperate attempt, really, by the Giants to you know try and get their midfield, uh, the forward line, sorry, working again. But yeah, I, I don't mm-hmm. see that working at all. But anyway, that that is what it is. But
1: so it's probably a good thing it's, that they were able to move him on. Yeah, and look, for the last few years, Freo have been since probably twenty thirteen. They've been pretty active in the in the the postseason, uh, whether it have been the trade or the draft. I, I actually like this concept of them being. A bit more stable, just not having to do anything. They have got a really good list, yeah, and it just needs to evolve organically. And I, you and I both said, probably the most exciting kids going around at the moment. Yeah, you got five uh, probably top five players, easily top five midfielders in, in the comp. Oh. And is they a good growth in there? Just add a little bit more depth through this, um, this draft and then use next year where it looks like there's going to be much more on offer um, as far as trade season goes they're going to have to try something bit. yeah yeah absolutely but yeah Hogan out obviously it wasn't working and um, I'm not I'm kind of not surprised that they sort of stay pretty quiet just settle their, settle their jets get everyone feeling comfortable in the new surrounds with a new coach and i um, see what the next year to two um, does and if they need to Step it up, then that's probably what
0: will happen. Yeah, okay. it's a shame though because I, I, yeah, it'd be, be a shame to see the five era just pretty much go to waste, really, in the end. But um, I know they made a grand final, but yeah, that's I, you know, it'd be nice to see it get a bit seven years way. ago. It's a long time ago now, exactly. Um, yeah. And he's not going to stay at this peak for that much longer. You've only really probably got another two or three years to get it right. Uh, and then Geelong, obviously, yep. a lot of movement from Geelong. They've really heavily topped up um, to say, to say the least. So, obviously, Jeremy Cameron, let's get into that. I mean, that, that, the last second, the reason it went that late was Geelong really didn't want to give away those really early picks that they'd gotten for um, Tim Kelly and spend it on um, Jeremy Cameron. They were really kind of not keen on doing that, obviously, and, and the Giants matched the offer and then really waited to the last second, which forced Geelong's hand. So, good on the Giants for, yes, they lose him, but they get some pretty
1: serious picks now. Yeah, although they were very adamant about getting a player, they would have loved to have got Parfitt as yeah. part of this deal. Um, but that, I think that was the other star mate too that Geelong were one Giants were adamant about what they wanted. Um, they wanted like overs, um, yeah. and and Geelong were like no, and, and rightly so. What, what Parfitt showed in the final series, he really stepped up up in on top of a pretty pretty good home and away season as well. So I think they paid overs, but sometimes you, you've got to pay overs to get the deal done. Obviously, the window for Geelong for a premiership tilt is the now. So while having early draft picks is good and it's a nice luxury to continue to be a competitor, if you can get someone like like what the players have bought in and get a premiership next year or the year after, then you'll say, we'll, we'll, we'll turn around and go, deal was worth it. Yeah. They get a flag, deal, deal worth it straight away.
0: I think so. I think they, they've really loaded up, but you can't mm. now. I think there's no excuses now. Obviously, they lose out but they've gone really full in, all in to the danger field era yeah. now, and they're going to give it a crack. It's very rare that you get a player wanting to come to your club that's that good. Um, yeah, they're going to obviously have a crack at it. But, um, yeah, I mean, now they've got – they can really compete with Richmond even more in them having these two massive – Forwards, I think a lot of people thought when they first approached Cameron a couple of years ago, I think they thought there's no way that Hawkins is going to be in huge form by this point, but he is, which is, you know, even better for them. So now they've got these two guys together, which I'm sure they'll, they'll figure out how to get it working. Um, yeah, yeah, they'll get it working. They'll get it working and it's becomes an extremely damaging side, say the least. Um, and then Dangerfield
1: stays in the middle.
0: Well, that's exactly it. Dangerfield stays in the middle, or or, or if they need to, if one of them's off, they can always basically have mm. two extremely damaging, big bigger forwards available, which yep. is which is really intense. Um, and then Sean Higgins, um, yeah, I mean, like he's obviously right at the end of his career. They got him for nothing, you know, ablut replacement, really. Yeah, um, that's basically it. That's all it is, which is good. And I I still think he's probably got a year or two left in him. Um, yeah. yeah I think that's going to be that's going to work and then Isaac Smith I was a bit surprised about that it's kind of like somebody going from the Lakers to the Celtics or vice versa but um, goes to his uh, crosstown <laughs> rival um, yeah I mean it's a bit weird it looks really weird in the in the um, the hoops but it's not about get yeah. I, I don't know whether they necessarily oh. needed him they've already got such a strong club anyway <laughs> for the kind of roles that
1: he plays anyway I don't, I'm a bit confused like, just depth I guess a bit so depth I guess back up like Knowing that you got someone of his ilk, who you might only get twelve to seventeen games out of, yeah, but he's not going to come in. Under, he always changed the lights uh, house down in pre-season. He's always in the top two or three um, with the with his running, and he's very professional. and, and Look, I take him on his word that he he wanted the lifestyle change. His wife wanted the lifestyle change. They're both um, country. He's from yeah. country New South Wales. Uh, and to finish off his career going in Geelong area um, makes a lot of sense. He's got a lot of friends down there. So, yeah, it's just weird. Don't seen anyone from Hawthorne go to Geelong or vice versa because of the rivalry they've had for the last sort of the decade.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think like Hawthorne are obviously a, a, at least three to four years away from a flag, and he's not going to be there. So he may as well give it a crack at this point. Everyone's Absolutely. always going to think of him as a premiership player, Um and regardless of that, as a great player from the Hawthorne Football Club, I, I don't think no one ever thinks of you know Dermot Burden as a Collingwood player. Like I don't like you know it's like Boomer Harvey as well. At the end of his career was like oh you know I want to be a one club player. And I always at the time because he could have kept playing, I was like really like mm. no one's if he'd gone to the Gold Coast for two years or a year, no one's going oh that Gold Coast player Brett Harvey. Like no one thinks of that at all. So I, I think. It's it's more modern AFL that that's kind of gone away out of the the conversation, which doesn't really bother me so much. I, I get the purists yeah. think of it, which is like, oh, he played all these games there, and it's like, yeah, but like he he couldn't contribute to the team so much, really. Anyway, now they need to blood some youth. It, it's yeah. longer for them to rebuild if he stays. So I think like you know, I think fans are starting to get that side of it. It's not as you know frantic as it is in in some sports in terms of trading, but overhauling but i think the, the afl's got it's stepped a bit closer to it it's definitely got colder you know more business-like like with treloar and stuff like that but yeah. that that comes with it that's the reality is you can't have a situation where there's the ability for players that get to the back end of their careers that have two years left to step into another club but then there's also the flip side of it the clubs can just be cold as ice and and then do that so that that's you, you gotta you can't have your cake and you gotta have the whole cake
1: and eat it the whole thing you know what i mean it's, you know, you do yeah. deal with it all. You can't yeah, have one like, piece. No, exactly right. And Clarkson has done it, this is the tenth time now, uh, either retirement once you get to a certain age or we um, we, we trade you out and you get the same or a better contract offer because it was basically the same offer that Hawthorne put on the table and he's like, well, if you're not going to give me more, I might as well get my life style right and potentially get another flag and Hawthorne got a third round pick for it so extra extra draft hand um they know they're not going to get anything in the first sort of 20 anyway because of how compromised this year is but to have i think hawthorne ended up with three picks in the 40s yeah that probably works for them to help their rebuild so yeah i think it's a win-win on paper for both clubs
0: well now it's a long list of um excuse me of hawthorne players that you know premiership players that will finish at another club so you know, but no one looks around and goes, "Oh, that West Coast player, Sam Mitchell." Like it, that, just doesn't no. happen. So the uh, people need to move on from that. That you know, that old school yeah. thinking makes no sense. Thinking, uh, but I think I think Geelong did did well out of the trade period. Yes, they really spent, but I think they probably had to really like bolster up heavily. There's no excuses now. And Stanley's improved. I know he actually. When you're that
1: close to a Premiership, when you're that close to getting. Yeah. If Dusty doesn't kick four,
0: that's the thing. All of a sudden, they're in the game a lot more. Even if he kicks two, they're in the game still a bit more. But, you know, I still think the only deficiency. I'm not. Look, Stanley's improved, and obviously, we've got to keep going. We'll get into this in the season previews. But Stanley's improved, but that said, I, I still think that's their major deficiency, not having a serious, serious Ruckman. But, anyway. I don't know. They, they yeah. there, were, there weren't really many on the market, so I don't know what they were going to do. Um, Gold Coast, no. Rory Atkins, um, which we spoke about briefly before in relation to Adelaide. Um, yeah, I think that's a good get. Um, yeah, another one of those players that's you know played that hundred odd games that you know probably was not going to mm. be part of the next um, Adelaide um, successful era. So, so yeah, yeah. Pro- probably worth uh, having a crack at him and at work. So I think that bolsters them up as well. With with the gold and Markov
1: cast. from Richmond and Markov Sorry, as
0: well. No, 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 that's okay. I was just gonna, yeah. So obviously Markov, they couldn't keep everyone, and he wasn't getting a game anyway. So no. that was going to happen. Just on, on, I just wanted to raise this a bit with Chalor. So we already did speak a bit about this anyway. Around the whole, st- I don't, don't want to get into the whole storyline about um, his partner. Real, I mean, like one well, thing I would say is like massive, like embarrassing disrespect from um, the Herald son. It just shows like how how. Like, of a piece of shit paper, that is. How
1: much of a boys club it still is. Yeah,
0: it still is. And, like, that whole WAG comment about it is, like, just so sad and pathetic. But anyway, that that's, that's a separate thing. But in terms of, um, you know, did you find it a little bit surprising that he didn't take up what would have been a pretty decent offer and pretty probably fairly good money? He clearly wants to keep playing in Melbourne. I mean, this it sounds like this netball thing is only going to be for a year. But we were you a little surprised that it didn't go a bit further with the Gold Coast? I was.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and maybe maybe there's a little bit of truth to the locker room at Collingwood. He's got a chip on his shoulder, whatever the case may be, because he wants success now, and he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. So I think Gold Coast are a bit further ahead of a rebuild. Oh. I think they're actually a legitimate top eight contender next year, and he adds to it. Jeez, they're serious. Like, I, I, I don't know. I'm surprised he didn't take it up as an offer. We'll consider it a bit more to be honest. Trelaw's already made one massive mistake,
0: right? In terms of the clubs he's gone to and, and come from, and so far. He was at the Giants, Richmond offered a, about a hundred thousand dollars less, and he said no. He took more money, he went to Collingwood, and he missed out on three flags. That's it, that's a that's and and, said, and, and 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 then sat on him by saying what he said because he, he yeah. could have gone there this year, <laughs> which was which was the stupidest comment ever, and then on top of it. Yeah. So and then oh, and on top of it, he went to a club that played in one of the like most heartbreaking grand final losses in history. Right. So that so that that obviously that didn't work out for him. I I like hot take so to speak. I'm not saying that the Gold Coast are further ahead than the Dogs, but I wonder whether that, that might have been a massive mistake. I wonder whether he might be making two mistakes because imagine Raoul and and, and the other kids that are there. And he goes in there as well and plays at his peak without injury. Warmer environment too. I really, really wonder whether that has is a massive mistake. I reckon he might, there might be sliding doors on both sides of the room of Adam Traul. I really wonder at the end of his career where we're going to look back and go, "Wow, he is the ultimate sliding door type of player that could could have like gone through one door, won three flags, went through the other door." I mean, imagine this year if, you know, Gold Coast finished 8th and, and the Dogs finished ninth. I mean, it would be that it would be embarrassing. It would be a massive map I'm not so. it probably won't happen, but I'm just saying like, no. I don't know, I just wanted to bring that element up, which is there's already like the AFL gods are already playing with him a bit anyway. I think it would be, I think whether well, they're keen to keep going would be very interesting. Can I
1: add one more, th- can I add please, one more please, thing? Please, please, please. Well, wow, imagine he had a stay at GWS. He'd have at least one flag. Could potentially could have had one flag because they Maybe. may have got over the line in that grand final.
0: Well, they were terrible <laughs> we're that so day. Like but he, he makes them better. He no doubt makes them better. But the, the whole team was completely baked that day. Up,
1: cooked, yeah. Yeah,
0: and Jack was always going to get a massive haul because they played Phil Davis. And that, that was always that that was the biggest mistake, playing Phil Davis and not having a backup for him because then it meant that Jack was going to
1: get four or five. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that... that anyway, but... So interesting. Gold Coast, Oric, have done well. They added yeah. some some good talent to just bolster their, their stocks. Yeah. Sort of half back and roll through the midfield, just help that those younkies. I reckon um Markov in particular. Markov, yeah. Um just coming from such a successful system of as Richmond with Alice now, they they got some of these players that know how to continue winning games, even if you're starting to feel a little fatigued and like yeah. I, good. I I think we will see that next. Jump of improvement from um, Gold Coast next year. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, and then the Giants. So Jesse Hogan, obviously, we already went into in relation to Frio. Mm. Um, oh, look, as I've said before, look, it's a pretty desperate attempt to try and make it work. I, 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 I don't know. They yeah, need it's, something. It's a
1: bigger, it's a bigger ask for GLS to get Hogan back to his best than it is for Brisbane to get down Same scenario, yeah. their best football is unbelievable and it'll make a huge difference, but can they? they? They weren't even able to keep Cameron at his peak because he wanted out. How are they going to get someone that's openly admitted that he's got mental demons, couldn't get the job done at Melbourne, went home, couldn't get the job done there? What was the point Still of going to Frio the, in the
0: end? How embarrassing.
1: I think Melbourne were quite happy just to show him the door, to be honest.
0: I agree. No, I don't
1: disagree at all, but I, I, think, they were, yeah. I think they were quietly loving it. But I, I yeah, yeah. Um, they got Prouse, uh, which I think obviously is good pick up. The big deficiency that yeah. were uh, they were missing. So with, whether Hogan plays or doesn't play, uh, I don't think it means much at this point. They they, they got the biggest um, missing gaping hole, which is a ruck. It doesn't even have to be that good because they've got a gun midfield. So
0: I'm surprised. Well done to them. I'm surprised Geelong did never crack it. Bruce. maybe they did privately, but you know another another ruck might not have been the worst idea. He's actually been pretty good, but yeah. um obviously he's not getting the games with Gorn there. But I wonder whether he could take over that role possibly from Stanley. I know Stanley's gotten better, but maybe having the two of them
1: might have been a bit better. But who knows? I, I don't know. Yeah, and I think that might have been the other reason. Like he, he wants to be the number one ruck, and I, and I think even to belong. He, even for the first half of the year, he probably would have been fighting with Stanley because yeah. obviously Stanley was very good this year. So Yeah, yeah well, obviously Freer, um not Freya, sorry, the Giants lost their key
0: rep to Freya recently, so only a year or two mm-hmm. ago. So they needed to get something and he was the best on the market. So that was um, a deal that was seem pretty obvious. I'm glad they got that done. Hawthorne, we spoke about Tom Phillips, great young player, 24 years old, he's... he's
1: yeah, I can't believe he's only 24.
0: Yeah, that's I, crazy. Yeah, I, I he's he so like young. 26. Yeah, I remember we were talking about yeah. this and you were like, oh yeah, a little bit older. I'm like, dude, he's 24. I think I, I had forgotten about crazy. it and then I looked it up not long before the trade period. I was like, he's going to end up at a decent club now. I, yeah, look, yeah. It, given his age, Hawthorne are at least three to four years at least from contending again, I reckon. But that doesn't mm. matter. He's going to be 27, 28 at that point. That's perfect. So I, I think it's very smart. He'll be really like embedded in the Hawthorne system by that point. He'll know what he's doing. It'll mean they're not like, oh, we've got to get a Brian Lake or a, you know, I'm not not in the same position, but you know what I yeah, know. What you mean. They're not going to be like right at that peak and then go, oh, shit, now we're going to find A, B and C. And I know they played those cards incredibly with, you know, Chip Frawley as well and those kind of guys that came in. But it means that they've got a blooded Hawthorne player that'll play really well, but you know, will know this system like right the back of his hand. By the time they become successful again in a few years, because I'm sure they will. Um, it's all fun; yeah. they, they always come back. So it'll be it'll be only a few years, I am sure, um, at, an, at another tilt. But um, yeah, it's it, incredible timing. And then Kyle Hardigan, I think, is a, a decent pickup as well. I know 28; he's bobbing the back end side of it. But they were going to be bleeding down back with the retirements, with Frawley and Cicely yeah. injured. <laughs> is Cicely yeah. injured the whole year? Is is, it, is most of the year? Hey.
1: Most of the year, yeah. And yeah. everyone forgets he's not a key defensive back. He's, he's as skinny as as big as me. Like, he's not <laughs> he's going to stop a Hawkins or um, or a Jeremy Cameron. Hardigan's had success against some of the best backs because he's 198. He's about the same size as um, Chip Froyd. So while it's all about rebuilding, 28 you get four or five years out of service out of him, while the young key defenders are still trying to get um, mass on their on their body yeah. and learn actual um, trade. Just as again, they did in play last year, so you got to sort it. That we weren't Hawthorn; were hoping we are going to bleed. Um, bleed. Role, if they didn't get at least, you can't can't expect Sam Frost. He, he's too he's too crazy to hold down <laughs> a key defensive role week in week out. He's going to go. We know he's going to lose the plot and handball it to the opposition yeah. as they run into an open goal. That's going to happen at least twice next year. We know this. So to have someone like um, yeah Harding come in uh, for bloody nothing really um, to fill that void for, for the next couple of years, smart move. And obviously um, they were pretty adamant and clear that they were going to go to the draft this year. So, yeah. yeah, nothing too exciting. thought there might have been a bit of excitement or something thrown in. And there was talk that Truall may hey, have got there. But obviously the dogs um, had better better draft hand to do the trade as well. Because Hawthorne would have had to give up pick four probably to, to, to land and
0: I think they did the right thing not doing it. I, I... Oh,
1: same. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: All the Trawler stuff aside, I we spoke a bit about this and I... there is still, and this is hard to talk a bit about, but there is also still questions around how he, look, Collingwood's excuse, and it is still an excuse around, oh, we're not that confident around how he'll go with his family away. I, I think there's some merit in that possibly, I think, because yeah. clearly he has, and that's not, I'm not speaking out of turn. I mean, he's he said that he's had issues and how important his family is. So that's definitely going to be part of it. But the other thing too is Troll a little bit older as well, um, I don't think he'd be, he'd be at that 30-odd mark by the time Hawthorne started to become successful again as well. It's, a, it's a, just a bit past that window. I don't think that made sense. If they were a, a year or two ahead, maybe that would have made sense, but I, I don't reckon right, mm. right
1: necessarily now. Oh, um, well, yeah, I'm not disappointed. It's no. just one of those crazy things. Clarke sometimes pulls out of his back. So, yes, I do a magician. I made it happen. Well, they could have made it
0: happen, but I think they would have overspent. Yeah. So I think they're better to use that they for something have, else. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, Melbourne so they got Ben Brown obviously North have set the house on fire so they, they, they don't want any players anymore But they just want they don't want to play football anymore um, yeah Ben Brown good pick up that's one of the key things they've been missing obviously with um, Airman Sam Wiedemann and uh, Bailey Frisch having to be the um, the key targets they their younger players obviously um, you know they're not you know crazy crazy gifted like a Max King that's just going to be able to you know still clunk marks and bring it to ground all the time mm. you know that super high crazy talented that comes around every four or five years so they're, they're good players but they're not at that kind of crazy talented junior level so i think having van brown and take some of the focus away a bigger body as well i reckon's a good thing i think goodwin's got a chance now to try and make something happen i think
1: he's underperformed
0: regardless but i still think this is good for him clearly
1: yeah and I think they've tra- 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 some better draft draft picks as well. Mm. So I think Melbourne, Melbourne, while they didn't do anything crazy, have uh, improved their position as a club overall. And I think getting Ben Brown in, it works really well. And that means uh, Tom McDonald can go back to where he belongs in the back half of something <laughs> Yeah, I think. Well, he didn't get anywhere in the end, did
0: he? Did he get anywhere? No, nah, no.
1: He's so still Melbourne. He's, he's still in Melbourne, Melbourne. So I didn't. So I mean, there were clubs that offered. Who though, so who knows? Mm. Who, who knows? He could he could move up and he could be one of these players that all of a sudden he's a good week up player on the, on the on the wing. Who knows? He's he's got a lot of talent. He's, I don't know. something didn't click this year like it has in the last two or three years. So I'm surprised someone didn't come knocking a bit heavier for him, but. I think because no, there were so, well, so many forwards available um, Oh, yeah, he's got money. That's the other thing. Nobody wanted to pay his contract. Right. That's the other thing. It's two years still left on Yeah, Maybe yeah, he no, goes and oh, He's in, coming back. Maybe in the second trade period he goes somewhere. Who knows? Yeah, listen. <laughs> maybe yes, <sir. laughs>
0: oh, maybe he goes to North. They've got to spend it on something. Um, yeah, uh, so obviously... Talking you know, about North. <laughs> let's get into North. Um, so...
1: They've all went... They've almost recovered the 20,000 people that they let go. They've got one, two, three, three. It's at least four players they've brought in. Well,
0: they're one of the few that really needs to know about the the total um, list group because they're going to need to hire that many people quickly. But, um, <laughs> so this this is obviously they burnt the entire club. They set the house on fire. Um, I'm not sure that was the right thing. But, yeah, old mate Aiden Core, um, they picked him up. I, I think he, he, he could be okay. Um, Jaden Stevenson, uh, look, who knows? Again, it's like, you know it's like um, Danaher, i can't really comment what stevenson are we going to get are we going to get the gambling one that's got issues and plays a few games here and there and plays the first 5 minutes of a quarter like lightning and then goes disappears and you never see him you forget he played he's even in the game like you literally on or television don't see him for another another frame of image or or, or yeah or well,
1: we got to get the NAB rising star
0: yeah or are we going to get this like kid that looks like he's about to like set fire to everything and, and he's did title hero all of a sudden, and, but like you know, that's going to be exciting. But then you know, so I, I, I just, ha- what do you say? But I think, yeah, look, I'm, I'm he's, his manager, a genius to get that crazy money for five years. Is he should be buying him a, a very very nice bottle of whiskey. That that is a very very, um, yeah, very good get. And then, um, uh, a two. I don't have Bossa a... Bostovulagi. Yeah,
1: Bostovulagi. Bostovulagi, that's I, it. I, yeah. Oh, and look, I oh, already saw a, a little bit of him this year, but he's fast uh, <laughs> and got a bit of skill. A lot of, a lot of commentators are like, oh, they let him go too. Holy shit. It's faster <laughs> than us. Really are Yeah. Well, that's it. They were struggling. I'm oh, yeah. uh, at R2. Yeah. Uh, R2, D2. And then who? And then Lucky Young, yeah. who I'm not. But, um, Sorry, it's super familiar with who he is, but obviously. <laughs> a yeah, bit like North. Well, yeah, well, all young players, obviously, they are on a full rebuild. They're, they're rebuilding from VFL, remember, to mm. try and get to AFL's standard. So <laughs> it's going to be a lot of kids. It's going to be like the Gold Coast Suns and the G- and GWS when they first started. It's like they're going to get pumped by 70, 80 points every week next year. Incredibly, they got four players to
0: come in and they've got no coach. No coach? No coach. Still no coach. It's amazing. Do you, do you want to come to our
1: they don't club? I don't know how much money they're going to spend, but they can give one guy 500,000 for five years.
0: Do you want to come to our <laughs> club? We we don't have a coach, we don't know how much we can pay you, and we don't know whether you'll have a list spot. Do you want to come? It's good.
1: Where are you? North Melbourne. Where's that? Oh, it's quite a new West Melbourne. Where's that? Uh, you go past the CBD. Oh. That's the wrong side. No, good thanks. <laughs>
0: North Melbourne's fine. It's close enough, but it's more. Uh, I know. I doesn't. see... Yeah. Well, it's an embarrassing scenario there. And then Port Adelaide, interesting one in Alirra Leir. So I, I didn't realize this was this was in the in the mix. But that's a bad loss for Sydney. Um, Aaliyah's Nassive pretty important. Yeah. Wow. We all of a sudden that really lifts there. He basically replaces
1: um, Old Oldman Westhoff. So he's retired. Yeah, and he's a bit more agile and can go into the right. God, and like great pick-up. Um, yeah, I don't think too many people that weren't knee-deep in what Port Adelaide were doing would have even been aware of this until it was made public, what, Wednesday last week or the, the Tuesday yeah. last week? It's like, oh, wow, okay. And then obviously um, had the, had the uh, aces up their sleeve to get the Fantasia... Deal done. I think Essendon realised after two years of saying no, um, they get players that don't want to go out in the football field and play anywhere near what they're capable of. They're just making up the numbers, so they let go for peanuts. That needed to happen in the end, yeah. I mean, look... Oh, I had to. Yeah, It's no point keeping players that don't want to be in your club, like, as no. good as they are. Just let yeah. them go, because they end up looking making your team... He looked horrible at Essendon last year, this season. Well, that, I he think, is partially... Interested. Exactly, and that's partially why
0: I think the the last five minutes of trade period, there was that flurry. It's not just because of the yeah. delays in technology. It's also that I think a few clubs were like, we've seen what it looks like. It's a pretty shit house when you keep a guy on your list that doesn't want to be there. These guys aren't that mature, some of them. They're going to play like no. trash and not care. I think we really got to, you know, get rid of this old mate. So just keep moving them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so look, Fantasia, Fantasia, whichever one you want to pick, I, I don't know. It, it, look, I'm not convinced by him at all. He's shown a bit, but who knows Whether he, which Fantasia we're we going to get? Which Fantasia we're going to get? Don't I? Oh, he, he's going to play like, golf. Oh, we know he's got his membership. <laughs> well, he's going to have to play some football, but maybe he'll become like their new um, Motlock that kind of pops up every now and, nice. and then. NAS. Their new NAS. The new uh, NAS. <laughs> Speaking of NAS, Richmond um, didn't uh, bring anybody it's... in. They traded out. Obviously, I made we spoke about before. Um, and then Jack Higgins, which, a little bit of a surprise. I mean, Jack, you know, they've obviously, he's been a big part of that side. I think the biggest problem for Richmond now is that they've got like four or five of him. I think if he's playing really well, he probably takes the position maybe off Castagna. Um, but, or even, possibly even Rioli, but I, I, I don't know. They've been Those Real, two have been playing in the side for so long now. Like... Yeah, sorry if going. I
1: liked how I liked how Richmond handle this. They're in such a unique position that one or two other clubs have been in over the last sort of twenty odd years, where they've got a wealth of riches in their list, but it's not just the top twenty-two to twenty-five. It goes to 30, 35. Mm-hmm. and you can sit there and go, "Well, here's an offer, fits an asset salary cap. It's probably what you're worth. It's up to you." Yeah. And Jack Higgins went, "Well, I'm not going to get." the opportunities in the midfield that I want. And I'm probably not the first pick in the forward pocket. I'm probably second or third. And it's, all it, right. Yeah. And he, and he, and he, and he grew up barracking for St Kilda. So he had that opportunity to go to his childhood club and he's gonna get those opportunities probably to run through the midfield a little bit more. And you would say with him a butler, gonna make a fairly dynamic um, forward pocket to duo. It's also extremely good list management as much as this yeah. sounds
0: weird to lose a player. It is very good list management by Richmond. It's the reverse of Collingwood, in that they had that little bit of money that they could pop boards deal up a little bit to then he thinks, mm, "I'm still earning four ish, four four fifty ish, and I get success." Hmm. Maybe I don't take that five five fifty to go to the you know Gold Coast or something like that. Which I guarantee there would have been offers. I know there was talk there wasn't much interest. That's not true. There definitely would have been other clubs no, Hall, that offered Hall, money. Hall for
1: definitely, would, yeah. were definitely interested. They put a, uh, a better deal in front, right. but what like you said, it was only like, yeah fifty thousand extra. Yeah, year or a hundred maximum. He might have, yeah, but he may have to wait another three years before success. Where he's gone minimum.
0: In. Whereas he could, he you know he, he they could go for three in a row in the in the following years absolutely they're going to be one yeah. of the absolute top teams for sure so yeah i mean it shows that you know that's someone you can't lose i know richmond have a very good back line but that's somebody you can't lose whereas richmond have quite a spread of small forwards they're very lucky in that respect plus i think the mm-hmm. other thing too is it's just such good list management as well in that like we've obviously seen edwards grow even better i thought you know we've seen who, who can go forward a little bit too you know, we've we've seen um, all these guys grow, Bolter and these guys as well. It just means that the balance of the money looks really healthy and and and, and balanced. You know, I can't think of another way of describing it. But yeah, it's very very yeah. very impressive. But it's sad to see him go. You know, he was a really good Richmond player, but um, there is a little bit of a question mark, I guess, in terms of how we'll be post um, his brain surgery. He played ten matches this year and he was okay, but I don't think he was mind blowing. But he was good. Yeah, but yeah. I, he wants to play every week, and that's completely fair enough, and he'll get a lot of opportunities um, at the Saints. They've got two two small forwards now um, at the Saints from Richmond. From Richmond. Um, and then we've got Brad Crouch, obviously, we spoke about, St Kilda, Jack Higgins we spoke about, Sean McKernan. Uh, this is a bit of an interesting one, so obviously ex-player um, ex, uh, there for um, Essendon. What do we think about this? I mean... I don't think it's seriously it a just, a, a,
1: a, it's, a secu- it's insurance. It's an insurance policy. But there's not many of these like I, insurance I was,
0: policies going on because we don't even know how much money we've got to spend. But I guess they figured, well, let's give it a crack, one of them. Well, no, he was,
1: got, he was going to be delicit. De- de- he wasn't right. going to make it onto another list. So I think, well, young forwards, they could get prone to a little bit of injury or up and down with four and they might have one good year and then a bad one and yeah. whatnot. So. Yeah, insurance from a, a playing list perspective. Uh, I, I think he's unf- unfairly got touted. It is a very could be a superstar because of his sibling. Um, is um, his older brother? Was his older brother or uncle? The other McKernan played at North Melbourne. Yeah, Corey. Um, he, just ha- yeah, Corey. Yeah, he just yeah, Corey. Yeah, he just he's not. He just hasn't been able to get be that player. So well, whether it's the name that came along. Saying that he was better than he was. I don't know. But look, yeah, well, we, we do He hasn't shown anything to me to suggest that he's going to make St Kilda a better club. The other two, on the other hand,
0: yes. Well, we know with surnames that, you know, Jeremy McGovern and Mitch McGovern, both great players, you know, both. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of overpaying, no, a, overpaying players that Carlton have done in the past, I love how, like, that was one of the criticisms. This is. I keep going on about another thing I wanted to mention, I just remembered. Um, a sauce. They were really critical of Sauce overspending, and they get rid of Sauce, and then they offer Williams like eight hundred grand. They they spend big on Sard, like you just yeah. said that he spent too much on, and he made errors with McGovern. At least he didn't. He, oh, you've offered another hundred on top of the kind of shit that Sauce was offering. It's pretty harsh. Anyway. <laughs> Um, he was. I actually did think he was really good on trade radio. I thought Matt Rendell was drunk half the time. And half of his opinions were absolutely crazy. But I thought, and, and he was like, he clearly had an agenda at times as well with Collingwood. But I, oh, I, I thought Sauce yeah. was good. I actually quite like. I didn't listen to a lot of trade radio. I listened to bits and pieces of it. It's too much. To listen, you can't listen. To, I can't listen to it live. There's too many commercials. But I do. Insane. It's crazy. But I, do, I listen to snippets and the podcast bits of it. But I do. I thought Sauce was actually quite good. And yeah, he's good. Yeah, it was a good coup by them because it meant they could get that interview with him on SEN as a kind of a you know a bigger you know, expose of his time at Carlton. That that actually was pretty, regardless of what you think of it, it was actually pretty interesting. Um, so Sydney Swans, uh, Tom Hickey, uh, very small. Obviously, they lost a Lear, which is not great. But uh, Tom Hickey's now gone um, from the West Coast to Sydney, which is a good get. Um, they need a, they need a ruckman. I mean, they've got Sinclair. Yeah. They've got, um, you know, other bits and pieces, but, but I think but experience. But
1: they've, I was say, they've proven over the last few years that having two right has been better for them. And Look, yeah. if 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 the uh, the prodigal son can get over his injuries, um, and, and step out of uh, his his mansion on the on the water and, and play some decent football up forward and kick goals, this is Buddy Franklin for those people who <laughs> may have forgotten that he still plays AFL. Um, still got two years left on that huge contract. It is two um, years still. He's got two more. No, no, yeah, I know, months. I know. But I'm
0: just, just uh, like really emphasising that two
1: more yeah, years. Two, two more. Two. Like people are lucky to get. Dos. People are lucky to get. Some people are lucky to get off of two years at the moment. <laughs> he's still got two left. Um, yeah, if they can get him on the park, I think the Hickey pickup uh, will look like a, a masterstroke um, because it just allows that. That midfield is is we showed, they showed this year. It was pretty good. Um, it, could, it could at least be competitive throughout. Um, and then obviously you got Papley up forward as well. Like Sydney could be just a little sneaky. They'll be okay under the radar. Yeah, I, yeah. They're not going to win a flag or anything like that. But I think oh, they they might the just be. <laughs> Might be a little better than than, than, than this year. Yeah. Um, if, the, if Hickey can come in and do a role, and if they can get Bud back on the field, so yeah, not a lot up to, otherwise. But literally, I just I just didn't say that coming. I didn't.
0: That's a shame. Now Port, I think, yeah. will Port become even better. Now I think that that really oh. genuinely boosts Port. I, I good luck to them. I think I, I can't wait to watch Port next year. Yeah, um, two more to go. West Coast Eagles. Not much to chat about, really. Alex Witherden and Zach Langdon. Both, they got it pretty bargain-based deals. West Coast Eagles don't have any more picks to play with. They spend them all on Kelly, so they don't really have anything to, to work with to bring anybody no. in there, and they're stacked in terms of cap, so there's not really much they can really do. They're right in the window. Yeah. They screwed up the hub, but they'll, they'll be back next year. Particularly with fly and fly-out, they'll win 15, 16 games easy, so it'll be pretty interesting to see the Eagles next year. Yeah. Anything you want to chat about the Eagles? Yeah, I don't reckon
1: there's much to speak about. No, look... Again, they've just added more depth to their uh, – an awesome list. So, uh, yeah, they just made some bad mental decisions on yeah. the hubs. The, the, the list is fine. More games at, um, in WA. Yeah, they'll be, they'll, be, they'll be right up there again next year. And Absolutely. obviously they lose Hickey, but he, he was barely getting a game anyway. So <sighs> they've already got a keeper. And, right?
0: yeah.
1: and they've got a backup, backup Ruckman anyway to, um, yeah. for Nick Nat. He, he was third in line, so. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Um, and then the Western Bulldogs. So I feel like I need an intermission right. before I even
1: talk about this. Wow. Um, well, this is the thing. The no, irony Ar- is we've kept the best to last. We've, they've absolute master stroke this, this trade period on, on on paper.
0: And they didn't lose their man as well who, who said he wanted out. Yeah. And they kept him anyway. So Western Bulldogs. So obviously Trelaw, which we spoke about from a Collingwood angle. So which we can, you know, that we can talk about to the, to the cows come home. but. Putting that aside, so how how do you think Trelaw plays into the midfield now? Obviously, they are absolutely stacked. Like it's not funny for midfielders. Stacked. stacked. It's like some Bond. of the, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Do you, like my first
1: inkling? Bond, yeah, Bond forward skipped, now. Bond get yeah, he just gets to be like yeah. you're dusty and you, any danger fields. but more damage, like probably more damaging than danger field in the sense that. Reading King. Well, and, and just this like just these. The way he he size like he's so much harder to probably match up. And I know Danger's really got a good leap and he's he's good overhead, oh, but yeah. pure size, so, pure size. Like wants a big bo- big body. He's a big body. I mean, yeah. He's hard to and make. And he's looking bigger too. Um, I, I think he's Dave, the, that was one thing out out of the
0: hub I noticed through the year. He actually looked like he got a bit bigger. I don't know. Like I'm mean, yeah. interested to see him at the back end. Yeah. Um. The
1: offseason. Yeah. So it just adds so much versatility now for for the dogs to rotate rotate through that midfield, give Bontempelli and... Pally and um, is, it, is, is it Dunkley or is it the other one? Dunk. One of the other guys. There's another goal kicker um, in that midfield. Wallace. I can't remember who it was. Wallace. Oh, in the midfield. Yeah, well, um, midfield, well, I mean, but Wallace can come in and out as well. Uh, this, look, they just oh, there's a heap. doesn't matter. Right yeah, and, yeah, doesn't matter. And then obviously they bought in, bought in who... You and I and so many other people who talk about football said they need is it a senior ruck just to help shoulder a of responsibility. Yeah. As yeah, what a pickup! Hmm. Great pickup! Big loss for Brisbane. Yeah, big that, loss. That's something that got lost
0: in this whole trade period. I was everyone always just was speaking about how great it is for the dogs. I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, but like it's also not great for Brisbane. No, uh, do we we think about the other side of the deal. But
1: anyway, I like, yeah, big go. Big O goes down up there.
0: Well, Danaher will have to go into the rock. Right. Danaher Dan Dan will have to ruck. ruck. Danaher. Dan oh, Danaher. Hurt. Danaher. Hurt. Yeah, he'll have to ruck. Um And Dan then right. Mitch yeah. Hannon. They got Mitch Hannon as well. A good player.
1: Not the greatest yeah. player, but
0: good player. Can play.
1: I like Hannon. I yeah, think he's, the, yeah, he's good. Yeah, just a poor man. Joe Anderson, really, isn't he? But like, they, they need a similar to, role, but yeah, yeah absolutely. Just more like depth. Again, more depth. Just more depth. So now you have a club... Bought in some – and this is the other thing. All three, like Trelaw is a big body. Hammond's a fairly stocky bike. Again, dogs were lacking size. They look small. And then Steph Martin's obviously another ruck. So uh, they add class, a bit of size, and more depth to um, areas that – well, probably the midfield. That you can always have a huge midfield. Look at how Why well, Richmond and Geelong are so good. Their, their midfield is deep, deep, deep. And as long as you've got good depth that – the other ends then you should be right so yeah Grouse and they, yeah, as I said they didn't have to give up Dunkley to get any of it done. That's going to be interesting to see how that plays though I mean
0: Dunkley wanted more midfield he said he wanted more midfield minutes Um that's one of his reasons he wanted to get out of the club now he's going to be going back to the club and get less midfield minutes because they just picked up a major midfielder so I think that's going to be a bit awkward but Anyway, like things are more mature. I, I do think that this is another perfect reason for having not, not another trade period five minutes later, but I think this is another reason to have a mid-season because they can give it a try, give it a try for a few months. If it doesn't work, then just I'm sure somebody would take him mid-year, particularly by that point mm-hmm. when we'll actually know what the cap size is and all that kind of stuff. So maybe that would be a good idea. But anyway, it'll be interesting to see his maturity, how he goes at the club. Um, but yeah, look, I mean... this, this I think it will be fine it should be okay he'll be fine he's yeah. a good player I'll be very interested to see how they how that goes hopefully they can smooth things over because it could get a bit ugly and a bit awkward no not Collingwood ugly awkward but it got, got a little bit weird yeah no. but the 2020 trade period that so that's all the major moves but I mean it's always going to be remembered as a, a trade period that Collingwood had a red wedding with you know, the, 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 the you know a you know absolutely ridiculous scenario where they had to purge you know two and a half three million dollars out of the cap. Um, you know, the optics of it were terrible. They, they kept a bloke that's been, you know, okay, but, you know, he's got a pending trial. Like, uh, you know, the whole thing is just so, they, you know, they put Grundy on a ridiculously big deal. I mean, it's just awkward. But, yeah, it's always going to be remembered for Collingwood's, you know, setting fire to the house and then the dogs clearing up the house and stealing the TV and the couch because this is, um, yeah, it was an amazing get. What do we think? Who who won the trade period? Is it the dogs for you? Are they are they the team that clearly they were the they were the clear really, winners? Yeah,
1: yeah. I think by a yeah, long way. Dogs, really. Yeah, do, dogs. dogs. for me. Saints and were pretty good again. Saints, Saints and cats. Yeah, well, cats I are... Like your second and trade. third. Um, yeah, and then it looked port, port were very good. They got what they needed to top up. Um, they're just going to get stronger. Um, and then at the other end, you got yeah. Obviously, the pie's horrible. Um, yeah, uh, GWS, probably not ideal. No, like we're, didn't we're, really get in, but lost too much.
0: Geelong got a lot of quality, but where I don't think they've won it. No one wins it, obviously, but like where they're not probably as high as you know the dogs. And that is you know the the cats are all in. They're the I'm cashing yeah. my last thousand dollars. I'm I'm packing all my shit into a van and I'm going to drive to LA. Like do you know what I mean? Like that that's this this is where they're at. Like there's no more to spend. Yeah. This is what they've got they've put all chips in we're going to give this a crack so that that's which yeah. is totally fine but if this doesn't work it's going to be a, a fair road back a 5 6 year road back with a completely different looking Geelong which is totally fine but that's what it's going to look like whereas the dogs you know didn't really give up that much and then yet no. you know they they've really built and kept going the Saints had another another very successful two in a row trade periods where you know they've kept rebuilding and I think they're going to become even more damaging
1: so yeah, yeah and, they, and they didn't have to give up anything in return either except the picks and they don't need to go back to the draft they've got no. such a young list and Carlton did well but then they overspent
0: so again like it's it's the same thing like
1: and the just, Geelong thing and, un, and uncertainty there they, I mean they are very good players in and Williams but yeah. they're not a Jeremy Cameron they're not an Adam Truller they either remember Adam Truller in my eyes um they're, not, they're They're that next rundown that you want to have players like that in your list, but if it means Cripps leaves at the end of the next year, then it'll be um, mud on face. So, i yeah, more and, and then got, Sorry, go. Sorry, and then, you oh, then you got a handful of clubs that did what they needed to do just to um, balance out or just slightly improve their list, like Hawthorne, Hawthorn. Um, uh, not Sydney um, West Coast uh, Brisbane although if, if their two players get anywhere near their top then it's going to be a massive win for them so yeah, yeah all in all yeah, I think there's those those three clubs that we mentioned who are really or four clubs if you include Port doing really well um, for their needs and, and to bolster their premiership too um, and then Collingwood obviously clearly the, the, the worst club and all the Clubs that did nothing like Fremantle and Adelaide, you
0: just go, eh, whatever. Yeah, there's not not much in that respect. So no. that's the, uh, that's the trade period, guys. Um, I reckon that's any questions, shoot them through. We had a bunch of questions come through, but we kind of worked them into the conversation. There's not really too many more to discuss. If you've got any other major um, questions, we didn't really go through all the picks and stuff. It's just too hard to go through all that as well. I don't think there's any no. need right mean now. Any,
1: well, it doesn't mean anything at the moment anyway. They can trade it all the way through till the night of. Yeah. So we, we actually don't know what order is going to be anyway because no. it can all change. Exactly. So big thanks
0: to our sponsors at Hops to Home. Hopstome is Craft crafty delivery service. Please check them out. Hopstome.com.au. You can use the promo code Deep Dive to get $25 off your first pack. Great idea for Christmas, uh, get someone, uh, an auntie or an uncle or uh, a lover, any anyone, some uh, craft beers delivered in a case. Your neighbour.
1: Your neighbour. Maybe
0: if you know them. Yeah. If you don't know them, it be a bit weird, but you could try that. If you want to get to know them, maybe. Oh. A bit romantic. Maybe. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know. Hopstone.com.au. Please check them out. AFL Deep Dive as a promo code. Uh, Beyond the Game TV. Old Mate Ed banging his head. We will, um, I'm sure, do more and more things with him in 2021 as we venture into the unknown. Uh, that's it. That is the podcast for 2020. 2020. We did it. 20. In a very difficult year. Wow. We, I, I think, we definitely need the break. It's been very weird. We had two lockdowns. Obviously, the pandemic. We had to really completely pivot the way we do it. But I, you know, appreciate everybody's patience with you know, doing it via Zoom, but I guess this has become the new normal now anyway. So didn't probably, you know, require too much patience. The audio quality, the irony is you see the Zoom things that come up on AFL 360 and there's constant you know, it constantly breaks down and there's constant problems. So at least we've got a smooth connection for you where there's constant audio that actually sounds half decent and not a broken video. It's decent. It's amazing with no budget. The irony is now with no budget, you can get the same as a show with heaps of budget. So it's uh, a very weird world. Um, yeah,
1: absolutely. Very, yeah, very weird.
0: All the best. Take care. Enjoy your Christmas. Thanks, guys. Um, have a nice... All year, and We'll see you... Yeah, we will. In 2021. Have a nice glass of wine. Have fun. See you later. Bye-bye. Catch ya. Say hello.